0: What up, people of the outer worlds, (laughs) of the Outer Rim. People of the Outer Rim. Yes. The Outer Rim Planets. Um. People of space!
1: Do you get a flat tire in space?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can get a flat tire in space. Can't you? Yeah. Because what if your space vehicle...
1: He hit a space porcupine. hmm
0: Space cougar. Them's a dem's <laughs> a bitch.
1: Yeah. Everything's in space, you know. Your Every-
0: mom's in space.
1: <laughs> you never know. <laughs> topic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you heard me. No. <laughs> what is it? Your mom's in space. <laughs> Today's topic is nest theory. Like, and, um, where people make their own nest?
0: Thermal throttling. Oh. I want to talk about thermal throttling today with you. Okay. So, Adam, what is... <laughs> the audience is like, Just they just, what? they just... They just hit pause. Hold on. Wait. Wait. It means... Stop. Don't go. Don't leave. Thermal throttling. Human beings. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Adam. And, and I. Uh... We have limits
1: That we hit the wall
0: Yes Kind of like a Like a runner When a runner hits the wall
1: Yeah Okay but we have limits In our everyday lives Yes To find Either impatience Or Everything really right So you want to talk about Impatience With patience If you run out of patience And your limit is Hit And then you just blow up On someone you found your limit.
0: <laughs> That's the limit.
1: Yeah. But if you're able to cope with it and move past it, you haven't found your limit yet. How do you cope? Taking deep breaths, walking away, playing a video game.
0: <laughs> video games is actually what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Right? Just a little bit, guys. <laughs> Thermal throttling. Okay, the idea, the theory is this, my friend, my good old friend Mike. (laughs) Good old Mike. Yeah, he was having some problems. He was really sucking at life. (laughs) Just 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 fucking with you, Mike. I know you watch the show. Um. Anyway, no, the thing is, is he's he's actually he's really motivated more than me. Like he has, he's like a really on point motivated motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But um, what's interesting is he was burning out. And he's like, what happened? Last summer, I was doing, I was up at like dial up to 11. I was accomplishing all of the things that you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. He was feeling pretty good. Yeah. And he was like, the only thing that I can think of that is different is that in the summer, I was praying to the sun god. <laughs> And now, in the winter, I am no longer sacrificing myself to the sun god. I was sacrificing my skin on an altar of soul. And now, look at me, right? Look at me now. Skin flakes. You can have fun <laughs> if you just know how. Wait, what's, what's, the, I don't know, what's
1: the Dr. Seuss quote? Oh, it's easy to have fun
0: Ooh. if you know how, yeah. Something like that. Point is, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you ma- maximize your load? How do you maximize your efficiency? I don't remember how I got on this, but I'm a computer engineer, so everything got, that's how we got into computers. And I was like, well, what if a computer is not running at, at max efficiency? And, and, you know? Yeah. You're going the logical route. There's several reasons mm-hmm. that a computer could be slowing down.
1: Old processors, something going on, right? Whatever. You gotta get in there. <laughs> Take out stuff, throw it around. Don't you?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm holding space for you right now. Okay. I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Well, with a computer, you just take out the part. You know, you work your way logically through it. Is it the RAM? No. Is that C? Yeah.
0: Yep. You touch on point number one. Yeah. Continue.
1: Is it the power supply? No. You know, you go through the steps.
0: That's point number that wasn't on my list but it's a good one that's a good one we'll talk about
1: that did you flick the power switch on and off did that's you a good connect one. the router right did you unhook the CPU okay, check it the thermal paste we've gone way off the, way
0: <laughs> off the reservation there's, there's nothing wrong with the router just leave the goddamn router alone
1: no <laughs> just, I'm gonna fix it you just gotta,
0: you just shut off the whole network
1: I got a blowtorch and a hammer <laughs> yeah fixing
0: it I'm doing hmm. this okay so RAM. Let's start with that. Yeah. Because I think this is how I actually got inspired to talk about it in the sense of computers. Okay. Because he was talking about his task load and just being overwhelmed. And now, normally, he just, you know, it's like he just feeds him. But now he said he had less tasks, but he was overwhelmed. Less tasks than he normally has. Fewer. Okay. So, task over, task overflow is something I deal with lately, because lately I've been in that situation. So, task, stack overflow. Mm-hmm. The idea that you have a certain amount of things that the mind can hold on to at a given time. And interestingly, the higher that stack is, the fuller that stack is, um, the less efficient things get. Mm-hmm. If I don't have a registrar or uh, you know a memory location in which to insert something, I can't do an operation. Mm-hmm. I am blocked, right? And so um, the point... That I was trying to make there, and I'm sorry for that analogy, but only a little bit. <laughs> the point that I was trying to make there is that the more we have to hold on to in our minds, in terms of like tasks that we have to do, the harder it is to accomplish the task that we're currently working on. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. RAM. You touched on RAM. Yeah. As human beings, do we have sort of a analog of RAM? And importantly, if we do...
1: Can we increase the capacity or can we free up Ram? It, like, what would be the allegory for Ram in a human then? Just the brain or section of the brain? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> Are we going Johnny Manonik on with it? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie.
0: Never saw that movie? That's the one with, uh, <laughs> uh, is that Jim Carrey?
1: No, no, uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. Um, uh, Keanu Reeves. That's who it was, Keanu yeah. Reeves, yeah. And he was a data transporter. And they said, you need to have at least 500 megabytes of RAM installed in your brain to move this, you know, data. And he's like, did you get the upgrade? So he fakes his upgrade and it just says, oh, I have 500 gigabytes or megabytes. And it's like, he only has like 12, but he's cramming all that data in there. (laughs) And they're like, now take it to China, you know, deliver it to them because they need that information. But the data starts leaking in his brain and freaking him out. So he falls over, has seizures. You ever seen the movie? <laughs> you should watch the movie. <laughs> You're freaking me out. The Johnny Manonic. <laughs> silent. I'm just
0: giving you space. <laughs>
1: it's a lot of space. You're giving me a Walmart like grocery store worth of space.
0: Sounds interesting.
1: And I'm wandering around the electronics area going, oh, that's neat. <laughs> but yes, so, if the human has RAM, but what would acquaint you to RAM, the human brain? If there's a limit, then how do you deal with that? If you have task loads
0: that are in excess of what your mind can hold, then what do you do? What do you do? What do you do?
1: Well, you reorganize it. So, if you have tasks coming in, so you compress it. So, this is yeah. one one strategy, right? You compress
0: it. You can either compress defrag.
1: it. Defrag. Kind of, I guess you could use that as a thing. Where you take breaks. Let's call that defragging.
0: No. No that's, uh, that's I'm gonna go into that one.
1: Okay. But that yeah, this is new. Defrag no. is
0: new. I didn't think about defragging. Okay. Defragging is an optimization, right? It's just Reorganizing? Yeah, you reorganize your brain.
1: Or your workspace.
0: Or your day. Right? I don't see let's let's skip defragmentation. I don't see how that could work, but okay. it be an interesting thought. What I was talking about is uh, garbage. So there's a, there's a phrase there's a phrase in computer science, and this phrase is garbage collection. If you cannot expand the amount of capacity in your mind to keep track of tasks without overstressing the system, Mm -hmm. then what if you can clean... Like, What if a bunch of that space is being wasted? What if you can optimize it by getting rid of waste? If you have garbage Mm -hmm. in your mind, then you need to garbage collect
1: it. And you just get rid of it, but it's still in there. It's
0: a thing, guys, Mm. ladies, gentlemen, (laughs) aliens... What is it? <laughs> Anthropomorphs, anthropomorphic <laughs> xenomorphs of the Qui Gon Jin <laughs> galaxy.
1: Qui Gon he was a Star Wars character.
0: I want to talk about garbage collection with you, Adam.
1: Yes. So you're saying get rid of any non-useful information at the time. Yes. But it's still in your mind. So like. Let's say you have that's the problem, yeah, unless it isn't, can you, can you force it out of your mind no you're you're always gonna remember it, you're always gonna remember like you you earlier had a song stuck in your head, yeah, and you kept repeating it over and over again,, <laughs> so can you expunge that no right Now
0: i'm trying to remember the song
1: i see and I can't.
0: <laughs> so you're wrong adam it's been expunged
1: no it's still there you're going to remember it three weeks now yeah yeah, yeah. at 4 a.m
0: that's fine the point is i don't have to think about it right now
1: not right now but it's still in there and
0: there's a reason there's a reason yeah. um something has demanded my focus what's that? this is how you garbage collect your lizard has a brain yeah and the brain is the lizard brain
1: The human brain.
0: The human brain has a lizard brain. It has an ancient brain. This brain is consumed only with survival. This brain gets stressed only when survival is on the line. This brain doesn't give a
1: fuck Mm
0: -hmm. about the future. This brain...
1: Doesn't, this is... What? Nothing. I was going to say, this lizard brain. So do you remember, like, ancient Mayan sacrifices from <laughs> yeah, your lizard brain? I, Have you expunged <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah, Just, again, four more weeks, you're from <laughs> yeah, there and you're yeah, like... Yeah, You wake up, you're like, oh my god, I forgot the sacrifice. <laughs> and then your brain's like, wait a minute, what sacrifice what are we going on about? Right?
0: <laughs> I'm giving you space. <laughs>
1: Again, that's like four aisles of space, you know? I'm in the bread section now. <laughs> what kind of bread are you getting? I'm getting that artisano. You know, you ever had that? That's, Lee. that's what I like. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: That's a good choice. <laughs> See? Got the nice soft I'm glad clothes. I gave you that space. Yeah. It's make soft. an egg sandwich. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> eggs are good for you, man. Yes. I don't know about egg sandwiches, but eggs are good for you.
1: Egg. <laughs> egg. Egg. Okay. But yes. Removing what were we talking about? I what?
0: totally just garbage collected everything.
1: <clears throat> yes, okay, garbage is the ability to focus at the time, right? That's the thing, is if you demand focus, hmm. your brain only has a
0: limited number of power, an amount of power. And so what's interesting is you can force the brain to let go of information in one sector by diverting the power to another sector. Mm-hmm. The brain does this naturally. It, 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 it only has so much... It has a huge amount of capacity, but it only has so much power. It is power-bound. Mm-hmm. Power is our brain's bottleneck. So <laughs> if you can divert power to something more critical, the brain will actually be forced to release something else. Yeah. So this is what I suggest you do as a form of garbage collecting. Okay. First, write down everything that's important because you're going to forget it. That's the whole point.
1: Okay, so everything is written down.
0: You write it down. Ironically, because you wrote it down, you've persisted it into like deeper memory stores, and so you won't forget it. But you're going to forget it in the short term. Yes. Okay, and you'll need to look at those notes to remember, right? Mm-hmm. So this allows you to garbage collect safely. This is how you safely garbage collect mm-hmm. because what you're going to do is you're going to power cycle the router. Okay? <laughs> I'll get the blower torch. <laughs> This is where you, this is where you come in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you divert power to another organ mm-hmm. or another sector in that organ, <laughs> there's a couple of ways you could accomplish this. The point that I'm trying to make is if you divert power, the brain is forced to drop. So what you want to do is you want to engage in an activity, right, mm-hmm. that stresses the ever-living f- fuck out of your lizard rat brain okay okay go to your lizard brain your primordial animal brain the one that just likes to sleep fight eat buck kill that brain okay (laughs) you need to feed that brain something Mm -hmm. so stimulating the brain is forced to shut off and you want to do that for what 15 minutes to an hour two hours right it doesn't take long mm-hmm. maybe a good two, one or two hours right it, it, not every day but at least once a
1: week right <laughs> okay so you're saying uh, you know stop what you're doing either log into a video game or mm-hmm. something like that watch some porn <laughs> yep exactly
0: well it, here's the thing is porn isn't stimulating enough right so not enough <laughs> um, it's yeah unfortunately right it's just not there yet okay (laughs) um so here's the thing is it ideally something it's survival like it really stresses the hell out of that animal brain so um video games can work but it needs to be like something that gets your heart rate up like it needs to be like um something where it's like very highly competitive it can't be like farmville
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay uh So just have a jaguar, you know, that you were let loose every five days.
0: Yes. So what you want to do is you want to have a jaguar in your house. (laughs) Just in a cage. Just in a cage somewhere. Uh, Don't feed it for a week. And then um, what you're going to do is you're going to just, you're just going to get in your house, you know, clear everyone else out. It's just you. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to let it out. And then you're just going to
1: run like (laughs) hell. (laughs) and Either you survive Yeah. Or you put it back in the cage. Either way.
0: I guarantee you, if you survive, you will have released all of that anxiety, okay? All of that pressure to get shit done. Gone.
1: You don't need the gym anymore. Yeah.
0: Okay, don't...
1: (laughs) It's five o'clock.
0: Don't do the Jaguar thing. (laughs) I didn't mean it. I'm already on eBay. (laughs) I do have to qualify this as as a joke.
1: (laughs) But you're saying do something... Because
0: I know you guys, and I know that you guys will get that Jaguar...
1: Wait, what were you saying? Just do something, you know, not crazy like we're going to do. Yeah. I'm worried on eBay.
0: (laughs) There's another thing that you want to do, though. Ideally, it's physical as well. So, I mean, so video games can work. Mm -hmm. They can cognitively uh, compress the garbage collect. They can Mm -hmm. garbage collect for you. Because, again, but it's the, the whole theory behind this, by the way, is that whole Fast and Furious line where he's like, for that 10 seconds, I'm free.
1: Oh, okay, I get you.
0: It's that adrenaline pumping, like, oh, yeah.
1: fuck, I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> That's what sucks all the power out of the gray matter area of your brain yeah, into the deep recesses of the lizard brain. And mm-hmm. that allows you to let go what you need to do, mm-hmm. right? Because then you it basically just dumps everything, right? Yeah. Just clean wipes the entire sector right and then you go back later tomorrow the next day and you start picking up the pieces that you need to actually work on that day right because the problem is the problem is the brain holds on to shit way more than it needs to you're thinking about shit way more than you need
1: (sighs) need to okay let me give you a
0: take some space
1: there okay system crash that happens that's a mental breakdown Yes. So if you have a mental breakdown, I've seen this happen to people where they've been successful business people where they're just like, I have to keep going. I yep. have to give the best. I yep. have to do everything. But their system crashes and they're just like, their mind is completely wiped again. And it goes, exactly back, fucking- it, it goes back to not a good reset though. Yeah. It goes back to, because I've seen people where they're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they up and leave everything. Yeah. So they go out and they be home they're homeless, right? They completely drop. Yeah. They drop, you know, family, friend connections, any obligations. They're not taking care yeah. of
0: themselves. They just
1: They go out and they find wherever they can and they steal whatever they can and they just live they, off. They
0: fuck the system. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah.
1: So they're out there and they're still in their mind. They make up coping mechanisms. So where they're like, Oh, I can talk to Elon Musk, you know, telepathically. He's giving me information now. Yeah. So they're just following the voices that they think are the yeah, answer. Yeah, or
0: they're downloading information from the sun.
1: Yeah. And they're like, yes, yes, I understand, you know? Yeah. And they'll start doing like little videos at Subway at 4 a.m. Yeah. Dancing. And you're like, yeah, that's the kind of guy we want as president. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Now, if a person has a system wide shutdown mm-hmm. and that wipes all their data, but they still remember who they were. They yeah. still remember everything about it. They just don't want to go to that.
0: Yeah. Wait, that's the problem, is is if you go too long and I, I've been there. I've been there pushing so hard it's like I can't stop. I wanna I wanna get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wanna get to station B. You know what I mean? I wanna be Elon Musk, right? Like that's what I wanna be.
1: That's what that's your dream. I yeah. wanna be
0: able to contribute to the world on that level.
1: But it's not uh healthy enough you know to push yourself but, but so far exactly
0: but the problem is yeah if you if you push yourself 100% constantly nonstop, stop mm-hmm. then y- yeah the, the 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 system has limits and we have to acknowledge those mm-hmm. a fighter a good fighter isn't necessarily a good fighter because he can go forever a good fighter is good because he understands his physical limits he knows how much time he has before he's out of breath you know it's like it's like the it's like the whole fucking um born identity thing when he's like I know how far I can run flat out before I run out of breath right they know themselves perfectly
1: that okay to know yourself that perfectly to be so well fine tuned is one side of the coin but if you flip it on the other side that's more of my side where I'm just like I don't need to know um, how far I'm actually gonna run you know I don't need to know I don't need to have the best stuff I don't need to do the best stuff right now I can, I'm happy with what I can do. And I know that I, I don't really know where my limits would be until I actually get there. It's more of the journey. I guess it's more of like the hare versus the turtle, right? The turtle takes his time. The hare wants to get things done right away. So he's just like, I want to mark this off, mark that off, mark that off. The turtle's like, I want to explore this check mark a little bit more, right? I'm going to take my time. But it's like, I don't need to have the best and be first, you know. We talked about this on on Splayed a little bit. I, yeah.
0: I want to do a show called Relentless, a sub-show of Splayed, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea comes something from that, right? The, the idea that is to win at life, it is more important that you endure relentlessly, that mm-hmm. you have stamina. That is how you win, is that you keep pressing forward. You keep working toward objectives. Yeah, but, um you're willing to take a beat and breathe when you need it but you keep moving forward right and you don't stop oh yeah versus the hare who burns out really fast snaps yeah ends up homeless
1: oh, you know the, the original story about the turtle and the hare no so it was the turtle had like his uh, there were two of them so he would have his wife go out to the end of the race and the hare kept thinking it was him so she, he he kept running back and forth back and forth Until he dies, and then both the turtles dance on his grave. That's how the original story ends. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: I didn't even know that there was an original story, let alone that it was like a Hansel and Gretel type. Yeah. Not Hansel and Gretel, but... Dark. Yeah, dark fairy tale. I mean like fairy tale, because a lot of the fairy tales that like you see the Disney version and then you learn that there's... Yeah. The fairy tales are usually...
1: Because they were written by uh, the Grimm brothers, you know, the Grimm's fairy tales kind of stuff. Right, right. Was that Victorian age? I can't remember. Somewhere around that time.
0: Oh, the world is so dark. It's it's like that in, every, in all things. We grow up and we learn uh, things are so much darker. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah. So um, oh. decompression, garbage collection, right? Guys, mm-hmm. it works. It, it, and every time I've done it, by the way, I find myself more productive. I call it bursting, right? And, okay. And uh, it's just like a CPU, right? If you're running a processor at max load and it's thermal throttling to like... You're right. Yeah. It's going to stay there, right? Like, you know what I mean? So you need to to cool down, you need to unwind, you need to do garbage collect, um, take a beat. Mm -hmm. I hate the word downtime, so I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say garbage collect, right?
1: You can say garbage collect, you could just say mental whispering <laughs> whispering and here's the
0: thing is i wouldn't even say that it is downtime i don't think it is down because it's not about relaxing because relaxing a lot of times you'll still hold on to it i think you actually like i said you need to draw power from that sector of your brain so that your brain's not on and wandering and stressing about things right mm-hmm. you need to do something that's enough stimulating to the mind that it draws you out uh, it doesn't have to be video games right? like it could be like gone like we said fast and furious i was gonna say gone in 60 seconds but
1: yeah, I remember that one, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh the one is Fast and Furious. It's just something that gets your adrenaline pumping. You need to get that animal brain stressed out, right? Not and the, and then it needs to have a release. So mm-hmm. you need to do something where it's like you get super stressed out and then you get a success and then you get a reward. And your animal brain can just like release all these endorphins, and also at the same time you're you're pumping energy out of the gray matter area of your brain. You're in the immediate. It forces your energy and your focus and your attention into right now, mm-hmm. right now. And then, well, <laughs>
1: stuff. <Stop. laughs>
0: This is the thing that we're losing, by the way, with all this code, with all the social distancing. Because yeah. one one way to do this is social. This just going out and having a beer with the friends can be a way to do this. Because you're forced to engage. Yeah, talk. This forces you into now. Mm-hmm. Forces, Especially if I, you know, this forces me into now. <laughs> in the moment. I was going to say, especially if I throw a beer in there. But I want to be careful, because obviously alcoholism can be a problem, right?
1: Um, yes. And, uh, but... I mean, there's different ways to... Because when your brain when you learn something and you sleep on that, you you know, you go into your subconscious and that your brain just kinda repeats that over and over again in your subconscious. So you learn better that way by getting more sleep Mm -hmm. and getting, you know, the information you need. Because if you do it repetitively so much once and then sleep and then do it again, you're a little bit better at it
0: go slow to go fast guys yeah it applies in so many areas it applies in software engineering right people write bad imperative code and then you know
1: they tokyo drifting yeah you gotta release the clutch when you turn the wheel right when you're taking that right hand curve and you take the outside turn just a little too far (laughs) you know no
0: (laughs) no i'm gonna be honest with you adam I don't know what the fuck we're talking about right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo drifting? Is that Wait, I didn't I, I honestly didn't catch it.
1: Well, okay. Because you have to have quick reflexes when you, you know. Yes. So doing that.
0: Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. You're back on the adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, you put us back on topic. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you were just like <said> we what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to left field. I was in left field. You were on home plate.
1: <laughs>
0: hey! <laughs> Throw me the ball. Inning's over.
1: <laughs> we're getting <the> equipment. <laughs> what are you doing out there? <laughs> All right, we'll catch you later. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at Pizza Hut. <laughs> but yes, so the adrenaline thing, because you have to be a quick thinker in the moment. Yes. But you also have to remember to take the breaks, you know, to get away from that. Do your own thing, then come back. Yes.
0: So garbage collect. Yeah.
1: Um There's other human limits. Um,
0: power is one of them, so making sure you get enough energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had more thoughts on that, but I don't remember if there was much on power. Mostly the garbage collecting thing was huge. Uh, oh, there's other ways, right, that I was telling him that you can, like, if your task list is too high, I mean, obviously you can start dropping tasks, but that's not ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can sometimes see if you can get help if you can offload. Um, co-processors, right? Mm -hmm. Um, hyper thread, you know, so you know, you got laundry to do or something like that. You can kick that. You can kick off the laundry, kick off a load of dishes. You can kick off three or four tasks that can run in parallel, right? Mm -hmm. And then let them run. (laughs) What's liquid cooling? Yeah. What is liquid cooling?
1: Dialysis.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think that I, so I thought of, yeah, we, liquid cooling is basically the analog is Overclocking, Yeah. Which the analog for me was just like coffee. Like that's just juicing it. Like okay, you're yeah, basically, juicing. yeah. Which you can only do that so long. same with,
1: I mean, I've noticed that with developers, you know, when I see them either monster or coffee, Yeah, the only two, you know, you have to,
0: to be competitive. You have to, 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 to keep your mind going, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours a day mm-hmm. and, and pumping out code, right. Solving hard math problems all day. Like you kind of have to juice it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of see that, but I guess it's the culture that's been built around it too from the beginning, so. Can you change the culture? This world, in this world, it doesn't
0: really matter. We're still animals fighting for scraps. Like, we, with a, there's a lot of structure in society built into convincing us that that's not the case anymore, mm-hmm. but at the very bottom ground level... There are still so many, so many seats. It's still musical chairs. There yeah. are fewer seats than there are participants. And if you want a seat, you got to drink that monster or that <laughs> coffee. <laughs> you you gotta, know what I mean? You got to sit up to the table. So, unfortunately, that is the reality of it. It doesn't really matter if it's good culture or not, but we do have to compete. We do have to survive. Yeah. So, um,
1: uh, just society in general, I
0: guess. Which goes into my nest theory. That's how I got a nest theory. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Okay. <laughs> we talk about darkness. I'm happy you're happy. <laughs> Let's go to nest theory. Actually, let me just real quick see if there's anything here. Bursting, thermal throttle. I think we covered that. Um... Oh, there's a little bit of on, on addiction here mm-hmm. and satisfaction. I talked about getting a reward, how that can be kind of part of it. Giving yourself a little bit of reward mm-hmm. can be helpful, especially if you're working towards longer-term goals, which sometimes they can put you in a state of perpetual stress or anxiety because you're never getting that satisfaction. You're constantly yeah. chasing that carrot on a stick. I talked about an episode I had Episode. I don't know, whatever. And my work, right? This yeah. lasted a little while.
1: <laughs> you're having episodes at work.
0: Yeah, episodes. Well, maybe it was a little bit of a Freudian slip. The point that I it did you're drive to the re- Yeah. Like, and like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did drive me to the limit. Yeah. Um I had this project that needed to be done, right? And then they were started pulling people off the team. Yeah. Well, problem is that pushes. My, my throughput out right and then they start adding work right and so this project that I'm working really hard toward keeps getting further and further and further out yeah do more with less do more with less do more with less right and so um, anyway it, not being able to finish not being able to complete puts you in this like perpetual state of stress and anxiety mm-hmm. so you need something to be able to like step away from that garbage collect and then give yourself a little bit of a reward so that your body feels like it's accomplished something mm-hmm. right uh, you gotta be careful with that so try to find something that's... Because it gets into addiction, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit later. Okay. I think I found the cause and cure for addiction. So um, <laughs> the... Uh, anyway, but I wanted to talk about nest theory because we talked about this a little bit. So I've been talking a lot, really fast. There's a lot to cover. <sighs> Let me just open with nest theory. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have to fight for survival.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have our nest, as you say you know, it's our home. That's where we make our living. And I have a, th- I've heard a theory about like marriage nesting that I'll share with that a little bit later on. Or if you want to hear it now, you want to hear it now. Okay. So the, th- the psychologist says that the man and woman should wait. wait. I
0: don't kind of want to hear it later.
1: Okay. You want to hear it later? No, I'm, just wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> audience. I'm
0: sorry. I tried really hard with that joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Continue.
0: Man and woman. Okay.
1: So, his theory is that men and women weren't meant to nest together. Okay. Because the man, you know, has his own nesting habits. He's like, wants to play video games, wants to, you know, hang out with his friends. Yeah. And then the woman wants to have her own nesting where, you know. I kind of want to nest with the woman. You want to nest with a woman. I so want to nest with you're the you're woman. You're against what he was preaching. Yeah, I think he's wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> but his idea was the man and woman are still married, but they live separately.
0: Yeah, that would be horrible.
1: Yeah, isn't it? Two mortgages. Yeah, I get it though.
0: I don't. I know that there's guys that are like that, like me. Like I don't. I'm the guy that I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the Halo party unless there's girls there. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's you know. I don't know.
1: I mean, would but taking your significant other to that? Yeah, right. That's fun. You know, if you find it fun, but some guys are like, no, I'd rather just be with my friends. You know, they want to have the freedom, as they say.
0: That's weird. Why wouldn't you want to be around women all the time?
1: Well, I I don't really have, you know, my theory on this is like, he just wants to have two separate people, you know, living their own lives and giving their own freedom, but still remaining as a couple is weird. It's like dating. <laughs> I'm going to give it some space. I'm going to give it some space. I don't think I would like it, but I,
0: I, I try. I want to see where he's, because I think there are people who would agree mm-hmm. with that idea, right? Oh,
1: yeah. There's got, you know. Because he's pretty popular.
0: Because it's an interesting theory, because we are sort of different subspecies, in a way, Mm -hmm. men and women, right? I mean, we're the same in that we're so different. I don't know if that made any sense. As he explained
1: it, is that the woman wants to have the, you know, the warm house, you know, family, kids, and all stuff like that. Yeah. But the stuff that the man does occasionally pisses her off. And the stuff that she does Occasionally pisses the man off So he's like Separate them Like children It is interesting It does create problems I think Constantly being together
0: can can't does put It is sort of an unnatural state I think I don't know if it's a,
1: Here's the thing Apes Like they live in nests Right They live yeah, together
0: yeah. But it's different
1: Well tribes I would tribes, say Tribes Because yeah. they live And like they move around but Right
0: yeah. Right. So, um, but that's different because it's tribe. So they get to like sort of have a little bit of space from one another, right? Mm -hmm. Because they can go interact with someone else in the tribe. Yeah. I
1: mean, they can go wander around, do whatever they want, but that's Mm -hmm. the animal instinct for them,
0: right? Well, but I I would imagine that we have similar Similar instincts. I'd imagine they've shifted over the last 600 million years. True. So it's not necessarily the same. I wouldn't be surprised if we're somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Where it's like we've 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 started to evolve to a species that has that's that's compatible with a family's traditional family structure. Yeah, but I don't think we're all the way there yet. So we've got some impulses, some instincts that want to go one way, mm-hmm. a more animal way, and then we have some impulses, instincts that are inclined to be more of a society
1: way, and they're constantly kind of in battle. You know, it goes back to that. What's your limit? You know, where do you draw the line when it comes to like having nesting habits right like oh you didn't put the toothpaste on the thing right or you you ignore me you know you just really make me crazy when you chew loudly or you snore you know whatever yeah <laughs> rusty i'm tired of you snoring and chewing
0: i yeah i heard that one of the most big the biggest pet peeves for a podcast uh was when they can hear you like mouth noises
1: oh chewing ASMR with Rusty. Some people actually like that, too. That's weird. That they tune into to, like, they hear cheese cutting slow. Oh, you know. that's weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw two gremlins in the background. Hold on. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's not after midnight. It's not after midnight. I can feed them all I want.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, where were we? Um, um,
1: so, nesting... So
0: the idea was this, this so I had this idea. um okay, yeah, yeah let's let's drop what you were talking about okay. mo- no, she, she, <laughs> Let's just no. stop with it. <laughs> it's interesting, man. It is interesting i I wonder if I wonder if it would work. I mean, it could add like a bit of romance. The problem is that it's like if you have kids, it's not
1: ideal. That's the thing. He mentioned like if you have children, it's a little bit harder, right, because you have the two places.
0: I think it's it's one of those situations where it, we may not be perfectly evolved to have like a, a traditional, you know, nuclear family household. The 1950s but, style, yeah. But so it may be a little bit of work to maintain that, a little bit of sacrifice in terms of what our inter- innate desires are, right? Mm-hmm. Because our innate desires have not completely evolved to be in tune with that. Uh, so there may be a little bit of conflict a little bit of sacrifice but that's still probably the most efficient or the, or the most ideal way you know what I mean to raise a family and so it's, it's
1: it meets a lot of roadblocks right yeah uh, eh. uh, so I said roadblocks between having that ideal family but is that the ideal family right I think so you think so yeah. 1950 Eisenhower nuclear family yeah kind of for family. I mean
0: I'm not sure that, that you know I mean I'm not I don't know. But yeah, for family, you know. But everyone's
1: going to have their own you like know once strengths. once kids are involved, I think that's the ideal, you know what I mean? But with kids, I mean even kids they're they're people too, you know. They're going to grow up and have their own experiences. Barring something like uh like here's the thing is is
0: <sighs> barring like abuse or something like that, right? Like there's there's times where it's like you got to be like okay. <laughs> yeah the ideal right now for me within reach of my situation is to get out of this house and get my kids out of this house and you know, whatever. Right. Like, so if there's an abuse situation, that's different, but um, yeah, wherever possible, if you could have at least two parents in the home, if not freaking grandparents, you know what I mean? Um, the more, the better, you know, kids need attention.
1: Well, I mean, you, cause most of my, everyone that I known either had like two parents, some, you know, most of them, but the ones that are like single moms or, Single dads, even, you know, they still make a home enough for their kids. Uh, You know, not even abuse-wise, let's just say. You know, the marriage didn't work out, something happens. Kids grow up, you know. But they're still going to get the attention and the love that they need from a single parent or learn out from society on their own. Because kids are going to watch everything. They're going to watch the neighbors. They're going to watch other kids have, you know... Friends and family, and they're going to ask questions. It's just
0: they're going to ask a lot of questions.
1: Yeah, you just be there for them. That's all you can do. All right.
0: Well, here's the thing: is is there's a lot of uh, a lot of pain and suffering, and I think that I think that it actually is necessary. I think it's part of our, again. I think we have to have a survival system because mm-hmm. if we don't, I think a lot of people lose motivation. They lose a the sense of purpose, and so you actually can do a lot of wrong if we don't have competition. So I think we almost need it but I do think that we should potentially lessen it. So what I was thinking would be interesting in the future Mm -hmm. as we move to a world where we can cure disease, as we move to a world where we can, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, um, shelter people, right? You have to be careful with sheltering. Sheltering is a prison. We talked about that, right? Well, and so there's a balance to be had between protecting people from themselves mm -hmm and empowering them to be free. And what I was wondering is, maybe that balance doesn't have to be black and white. Maybe it can be different based on age. So the idea being that up until age 20, 24, um, you have maybe slightly less freedom, right? So you have, you know... Um, people are going to hate this, but just, just go with me, right, for a second. It's a thought experiment. I'm not – anyway, whatever. What's your idea? Like tracking, right, or whatever, you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. But the point is that at, like, age 24, like, you get your tracker removed, right, or whatever. So it's like they clip your tracker yeah. and you're set free, right? And you're no longer guaranteed a salary. You're no longer guaranteed an education, right? You're just describing Blade Runner right now. Yeah. Is that how, yeah, it sounds dystopian. I don't know, I was just thinking about it. Anyway, the idea being that you get, it's kind of like Time too, have you seen the movie Time?
1: Yeah, yeah, we it's
0: it's, uh, but it's an interesting idea of like, like up until then, you're somewhat sheltered, you're somewhat free. You're free to explore the world, right? You're, mm-hmm. you know, go go to parties, socialize, meet friends, learn, study. Um, but you're sort of freed from the burden of survival up until that point. And the idea is it's just kind of like a longer nesting period.
1: So keeping them safe until they're ready.
0: Until they're ready. And But then, then how are they ready if they're in the nest all the time? Yeah, there has to be some sort of a transitional phase. But, um, or they have to be, yeah, I don't know. There has to be some sort of a transitional phase. But the idea being that, we basically guarantee everyone, like, you're, you're born with the right to live and be completely, you know, nurtured. Everyone gets 100% nurtured, all their needs met yeah. uh, up to, like, age 24.
1: But that's the cocoon theory,
0: you know? Is Yeah, kind of cocoon. Yeah. Well, I want to hear more about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, let's just, just go for it. You want to go you for it? You got the idea, right? Yeah. Just, I, up like, tw- and then after that, it's survival of the fittest,
1: 100%. Okay.
0: So, so um, you're wow. 100% free. You can die if you fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean, well, you're, um, you're
1: pretty much doing like the Running Man. Then, yeah, it's like, oh, we
0: not the purge per se, but you know what I mean. The idea being <laughs> that the idea being that it's it's just like it's it's pure capitalism. Like, there's no there's no it's capitalism <laughs> like in its. So it's interesting because it's not instead of having like a society that's all socialist mm-hmm. or all capitalist, it's like half and half. Right. It's like socialist until you're 24 and then pure capitalist after that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I think your idea is kind of rolling in like the Hunger Games running man and the purge. <laughs> <laughs> All in a way. <laughs> no, there's no death. i it's be bad. No, yeah. So you're saying that they're, they're sheltered and they have everything provided for them until they turn 24 or so, but then they're released into the open job market. Now, this is what's happening in Japan right now. Okay. Okay. They have the they have people called hikamori, which means a shut in. Okay. So young Japanese people are not willing to go out and socialize. They're not willing to go out and you know have relationships. They're really they want to have more relationships with digital and items. You know, so they're relying more on a digital uh, girlfriend.
0: Oh, that's horrible!
1: Yeah, yeah, and they call they they have an acronym called NEET, which is not in education or training. So they're NEETs, not in education or training. So what do they? What do they do? They just stay at home. They play video games. Okay, they See, go out. Yeah,
0: that's not what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking like they. St- they still go out and experience the world. That's the whole point, is you're allowed 24 years to experience the world, learn as much as you can.
1: Okay, so you're like a free pass to go run around. Yeah, like you
0: have to learn. In fact, you should be studying during that time. You should be <laughs> studying. College. I mean, that's when your brain's developing. Like You should be studying, right? Yeah. But um, But you are not allowed to take employment.
1: So not even internship.
0: Yeah, maybe that's a bad idea. But the point is that, you, okay, you're allowed to take employment, but the point is that you're guaranteed a, it's like, it's like you're it's like universal basic income, but up till you're 24. So you're guaranteed enough money to pay for food, rent. So you can take employment. Yeah. And maybe you should, but you're guaranteed, um, you're guaranteed income so if you can't work and you want to focus on your studies you can
1: yeah that's normal like student loans and stuff like that that we have now but yeah. you're saying it's guaranteed
0: it's guaranteed you don't have to pay it you're not you're not you're not saddled with debt when you go out of school
1: I, I get you there that, yeah that's an idea that's a pretty good idea um you want what I, what I'm picking up from you is that you want the kids to go out and travel the world to yes. learn as much as they can yeah As quickly as I can.
0: Experience as much life as they can.
1: Now, I've seen college students do this, where they're like, I want to take a year off, and I want to travel. Yeah. So they go to Europe, you know, and they backpack, they do whatever, and they try to experience as much as they can. That's a good, you know, I'm totally down with it if they have the money. Now, if they're living off like a trust fund or something like that, trust funders can do this pretty easily. Okay. So they're like, oh yeah, I got plenty of money, I'll just take a year off, go out back, you know go to Australia and wander. And then they come back and like, oh, I had so many life experiences. I met this drunk Australian guy, yeah, in a river, you know? Yeah. And he shot me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> and you're He's like, great. Well, yeah. Yeah. But he had that experience at least, you know? What if he didn't work though? You know, he never had to work during that whole time because of the trust fund. Right. But you're saying, give him the money, but let them, not enough to where they're comfortable or over comfortable.
0: No, I want them to be, comfortable okay but not up too- till you're 24 yeah so even to com- like like in other words you do not have to work to accomplish what you want to 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 to, to eat mm-hmm. explore experience right i mean you're not gonna get a ferrari for free well
1: you're not going to be partying with ja Rule on a boat right exactly
0: right. but but you can go see the world you can eat you have food all your basic health care needs are taken care of up to 24
1: yeah
0: and then after that it's complete opposite it's a 100% <laughs> brutal capitalist you don't work you don't live right mm-hmm.
1: um yeah okay let's say the you know this experiment goes as you say and you give them the money but then after the, you know when they turn 24 it comes into like the gladiator thing where they all in the job market right right once you hit that wave of 24 year olds hitting the job market immediately you're going to see an influx of like so much you know people just uh, i'll hire you i'll hire you you know you're not good enough i'll hire you it's going to turn into uh the wall street you know you got to make the sales you got to do that so it's going to put a lot of stress on them that they never had before
0: i see what you're saying
1: yeah that's
0: interesting so you're saying that mentally they may not be if we don't give them some exposure to stress... Yes. ...at a young age, then they may not be able to cope with the stress. Yeah. At an so older age.
1: So, you get the hikamori where they're just like... They get faced with all this new responsibility of being an uh, adult. And they're like, oh my God, I can't take this, you that's know? That's
0: the alignment. Okay.
1: So, they re- you know recess and they go back to the cocoon, to their parents, you know? They
0: can't cope with it. Yeah. They, they, interesting.
1: So, that... that That's one theory, you know.
0: So it just, so it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work because they they literally, their brain has not wired in coping mechanisms for stress.
1: Yeah, you've never, they've never been introduced to a stressful situation during that time. They've had everything given to them. Uh, But again, giving is not a bad thing if you do it in the right way, which is what the government trying to do now. Anyway.
0: You just have to be able to expose them to some level of stress. Obviously, there's a balance, right? Because, well...
1: Again, Hunger Games, Running Man, that's stressful for him. Let him play. <laughs> what are you, 19? I think it's about time.
0: It's about time you uh, fought for your life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, you, survived, you survived your... There's your great struggle, you know?
0: That's really interesting, man. I didn't even think about it. It's uh, You're right, 100% doesn't work.
1: But I, I had an idea, too. Let's yeah. say Utopian Future, right? Okay. We have nanomachines. We can fix missing limbs we can fix every disease you know so what we do is we start giving every citizen a device it's like a little round pocket size whatever and what you do for if you're homeless you put it on the ground and it burrows in and makes a little like home and it it provides food water shelter and it's like now it's like a little computer-aided ai like cortana And it's like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to live. You know, I'm going to show you uh, mathematics. I'm going to show you how to do like, you know, get a skill so you can survive. And it gives you that. And you can get these for like a family of four or whoever, right? And it just takes off like the thermal energy from underneath the, in the earth to power itself. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it?
0: Teaching is you you hit on a really interesting point yeah. there. Because I've thought about this about like wealth. Like if I were to become wealthy, how do I instill the hunger? Because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I want to be Elon Musk. I want it. I need it. I have a thirst. I have a hunger. I crave it. I yearn for it. That's I'm your up goal. all night fighting for it. Yeah. Because I'm hungry. Because I've been starving. Mm-hmm. So how do I instill <laughs> that if I were to achieve that success? Um What kind of comforts would that bring to my children? I just, I mean, talking about it now, that creates a a cocoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so for the next generation, if you have children and you attain success, how do you instill that hunger in them? Mm
1: Mm-hmm how you teach them how to be hungry yeah and how do you,
0: and yet yeah, on the other hand you want to pass something on you want to enable them to be even more powerful than you
1: so <laughs> I still surpass you yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly but you want that you want them to be to be able to, to take your shoulders mm-hmm. and rise even higher but how do you do that without taking away their hunger because if you give them your money they're not gonna you've taken away their hunger mm-hmm. and they'll probably just spend your money and then the next generation be after that would be what? Well, right. law.
1: well, like, so it's an interesting thing with generational uh, stuff that happens. Like you have the rich family and they spoiled their kids. You know, they like made the cocoons for them. They never had to work a day in their lives. Then when it comes time for them to work, they kind of struggle and they, you know, struggle. But they still have that lifeline to their parents, Right. So they're kind of taking that money in. Now their children, it's interesting because they can have their own experiences and their own things, and now they're hungry. They're like, yeah. I don't want to be handed stuff. I don't right. want to have this. So they, it's a natural thing that can come from them, from their experiences. Yeah. Like they can get beat up by the neighbor kid, and right. then they're like, oh, I want revenge. But then they got to think about it, right? Right. It's how we all grow up, how we move forward. Yes, yeah, so they have to have, they have to be,
0: they can't be sheltered, they can't have a cocoon. And it's interesting, I think that's why you get those generational skips. Yeah. So they talk about that. He talks about in Jurassic Park, like, you know, they say talent skips a generation. So oh, yeah. I'm sure your yeah. grandchildren will be sharp as tax.
1: Um <laughs> They'll be just
0: good. Yeah. Uh, but I think that is a thing. And I think that some of the, it happens is you you attain wealth and then you shelter your children. Or you over, over and they lose their hunger, mm-hmm. but then they lose all their wealth and the next
1: generation is faced with challenges and regains that hunger, right? Yeah, but you also can shelter, but not to the point where you're overprotective, you know? Yeah. You can give them the lifeline, you can teach them how to responsibly do things and give them skills, but you just give them... Well, you hit on it right there. Yeah. I think
0: the one thing that you can pass down safely... Is knowledge?
1: That's the only thing we can.
0: I don't think knowledge robs them of hunger. No. So that's that's where you can as an adult. And I think some people... I know that some people who have accomplished great wealth... Mm-hmm. And then they basically just... They didn't want their children to have a free ticket. So they let their children just kind of figure it out on their own. And they didn't give them any financial assistance. Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with not giving them financial assistance. But I, I think you make a mistake if you're not giving them the knowledge. I think the one thing you should give them... Is your knowledge? Well, no, knowledge I'm, should yeah. always be given. Yeah, I think. you
1: you always persist your knowledge down through the generation. Yeah. That's the most important thing, but not to overlook the the importance of when they need help. You know, not to say this is you being weak. I'm right. give, like, oh, I just uh, lost my job. I don't have enough money. It's not saying you're weak to say here's a little bit of help, right? You know, that's not giving them it's giving them a little bit of help, but it's not giving them a whole cocoon. Maybe that, maybe, maybe, you shouldn't, though. I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't know the answer to this question. And really? I don't think that anyone, I mean, we're all going to have to make up our own minds, right? But, but I wonder if you should help. I mean, obviously, I think that they're in the most extreme cases where if you don't help, it's like a life or death thing, then you should help because...
1: I'm kind of in the more know? of the area of like, it, if they ask for help, you'll help, you know, because these are just things. You're passing on more knowledge, though, you know you can still pass knowledge that's the most important thing, but it's just material things that they need help now for if they're better off later on, great, you know, but what happens if something happens to you and they've learned they can lean on you? you know what I mean okay, so reverse it then, yeah, something happens to the parents, yeah the children are still in need though yeah they they've they've learned that it they've learned
0: that when things get tough mm hmm They can always lean on mom and dad, right?
1: Yeah. Now, if they have that mindset, that's more the more cocoon thing, I would say. But if they have the mindset of mom and dad are really struggling, we need, but we're doing okay, let's help them out now. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea better. But again, there are the families that are like, no, no, I still need help. And mom and dad are still struggling. So let's take that scenario. Worst case scenario for both. Right. They've been laid off. Mom and dad lost their pension, or got scammed by the Nigerian prince. Yep,
0: <laughs> you know how that happens. Oh yeah, he calls you and he asks for money.
1: What are your feelings on that? Like, well, I'm just saying the kid should should have should should have,
0: should have a rehearsed problem solving strategy for how to get out of that situation. So if you always if you have the scenario where the kids in trouble but the parents can help, mm-hmm. uh, if the if the if the parents always bail the kid out every time, yeah the kid then when you do have the worst case scenario where both of them are in trouble, Mm -hmm. um, the kid may not have learned the critical like survival problem solving skills that they need, you know, they need to get out of that situation. They may just have a a nervous breakdown or just give up or, you know what I mean? And that
1: I've seen that kind of stuff happen too. I mean like look at the Kennedys, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know anything about the Kennedys.
1: Well, I mean, so John F Kennedy and then all his brothers and everything, I mean, God, they were. He was assassinated. His brother was assassinated. Um, Robert Kennedy. He became a drunk. You know, his coping mechanism was drinking. Right? Would you want to drop a trust, a bunch of trust fund kids, in like Africa, and just say survive? Maybe. You're <laughs> like, I'm thinking about it. Get the plane ready. <laughs>
0: Addiction. Mm -hmm. Go back to addiction for a little bit here. Transition. (laughs) Subtle transition. Got the little.
1: To addiction. Got the little thing of let's all go to the lobby. Let's
0: all go to the
1: lobby. Transition.
0: Let's all go to the
1: lobby. (laughs) So with addiction though. Let's all go to. (laughs) That's all you want. The popcorn starts eating the like. Mm, mm. <laughs> I don't like this movie anymore. <laughs> Addiction.
0: Mm-hmm. So the thought is this: mm-hmm. the brain needs reward. Uh, the brain needs things. And so what's interesting with with addiction is that they've learned with video games how to make them addicting by putting a perpetual carrot on a stick in front of you, not ever letting you get that reward, or just making you always feel as though you're somehow closer to it. Right? Yes. Addiction. And that's what causes you to play countless hours on end. You, you feel like you're progressing towards an, an objective, but you never really get there.
1: Right? Now, with video games, the, the endless carrot one is more of the uh, massively online multiplayer. I would say. Because there's no real end. Right. Now, single player games, let's say like Horizon Zero Dawn or you know, that the you play for the story. Right. Uh, Last of Us or anything like yeah. that. You have a set goal. Yes. That you're learning about the story. Mm-hmm. Those I find acceptable. Yes. I also have played MMOs, but that's more of Let's play Endless Dress Up, you know? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and they had this with binge-watching with TV, too. They do the same yes. thing where they, they, they'll they string you along season after season after season, uh, going nowhere, you know mm. what I mean? And they'll cancel the show before you get the end, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, you won't ever get your end. Uh, so it's a big thing, because they've learned how to do addiction. They've learned how to not get you what you want. So what's interesting is I think with addiction is a lot of it is we're looking for something... Oh, no. Okay. that So that's one aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the aspect there is just that if you can find an activity or a game or a movie or a series that actually has an end, I think that's healthier. We talked about garbage collection. If you can engage in an activity where not only does it stimulate the rat brain, but uh, it gives you a sense of accomplishment at the end. Mm-hmm. It allows you to come to a close and release, mm-hmm. right? That is healthy. Um, it will not make you feel perpetual anxiety or stress like addiction does, right? Yeah. Um, But there's another thing where sometimes you can get something that will give you that release artificially. It'll give you that release even though you don't have the accomplishment or the reward.
1: Yeah. I mean, the quick fix, yeah. Like a drug, right?
0: Like you take a drug and it'll give you sort of that endorphin release, but it doesn't necessarily give you that sense of accomplishment or that sense... No, you know it's I mean? just
1: the pleasure in the moment. Yeah. That's all you're getting. It's giving you sort of a half
0: satisfaction. So I had this thought, and mm-hmm. I wonder if it applies, I'm oh, sorry, audience, we're going to talk about sex for a second, <laughs> sex addiction, but I wonder if it applies, an interesting thought, like in, in, um, in intimacy between couples, is mm-hmm. if one partner is unsatisfied, they may be actually uh, more sexually uh frustrated. A, a, aggressive with oh. their partner like they, they may go after their partner more even though even though when they engage with their partner physically they're not getting satisfied but ironically that makes them want their partner more not less as opposed to another partner another pep, pair mm-hmm. right where they're they're getting fully satisfied both of them or one of them or whatever um the the partner that gets complete completion, Mm that gets satisfaction, um, (laughs) may then not want for sex as strongly, which is sort of, ironically, that's sort of maybe to the disadvantage of the other partner, right? They they may not want to engage as much, and it's not because they don't want it. Mm -hmm. It's because, in fact, they are being satisfied that they don't want to engage as much,
1: right? Well, okay. Interesting thought there. It's an interesting thought, but then you... um, I mean, case studies have shown that people who have, like, well, they're saying they have sexual addiction. Now, it's not a recognized addiction. It's just saying, oh, I have this, but it's not officially recognized. Um, People that say, I constantly think about it, this much ready. But I'm still giving enough to my partner, right? But they're still looking for other outlets, yeah. And they're always out,
0: you know, they're always, well, they're giving enough to their partner, but are they getting enough from their partner?
1: That's the thing because they don't have, think of it like a really deep well, right? Yeah. And no matter how much water you pour in there, it's never filling up. So they're always constantly looking for something else Yeah, to fill that. And that's again, the thing of with addiction, because even with drugs, you know, they're like, I keep doing the drugs. I feel good for a little bit, but it's not enough. It's never enough. They have to keep going and keep filling. Yeah. So it's just that bottomless pit. And again, with limits, until they find their limit and then say, I need to stop. This is. Well,
0: but I think with drugs, I think it's. So the thing that I was going to say there with drugs is that, again, it's not fully satisfying the need. That's the thing. And that's why it is addicting. It's only half satisfying the need.
1: Well, it satisfies the need to a point, but then. It, it gives you that hunger like you you know yeah it, it's not actually
0: solving the need that you need solved right no. like it's not actually so it's it sort of satisf- satisfies the immediate endorphin endorphin rush but it doesn't actually solve the underlying thing and so you you actually end up craving that more mm-hmm. I, I i had an, a better exam- example a better analog with like with like cake or, like, so sweets. So, if I get hungry, and I'm really hungry, and um, there's no meat, or there's no, like, anything with, like, a lot of actual, like, nutrients or proteins lying around. Um, maybe there's some cake. If I eat the cake, especially if it's a more, like, a, just, like, a really, just, like, sugary cake, and that's all it is. Yeah. Um... I will notice that like, I am not satisfied, right? Like I can, I'll be full, I can eat until I'm full, but I don't feel satisfied, so I'll want more food, right? And so as a result, I'll end up actually eating more than if I had gone after something that actually satisfied. And so I think this is an interesting theory for drugs. People who suffer from drug addiction, I wonder if what they actually need is something, and if they could find something that is satisfying. Mm-hmm. this need that they have whatever it is if they can find something maybe it's even success maybe it's that they're able to actually get real success in their life around something and build up that wire their brain to mm-hmm. learn that whenever they they start doing this they get success they get people are like wow you're making some awesome stuff right now you well that I mean?
1: okay that's a lot with drug clinics now you know they say the five steps a lot of the drug clinics use the uh, what is it called? AA the you know, yeah. They they say, except you know, because they're trying to fill it with uh, religion, right? They're like you know, make atonement, uh, ask for forgiveness. Is is is
0: like Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever? Are these is are they religious based? The,
1: a lot of them are. Okay, I, I've seen a lot of the alcoholic Anonymous use a lot of the 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 strip. You know, like the Bible, like saying you know this is what you, your five steps that you need to do. Or I forget how many steps they actually do but it's like saying you keep yourself strong you keep yourself good but you also need help you know so you, you rely on religion or whatever there are some that are more uh, I guess you would say atheist based or it's like you're a human you're powerful you know what to do do what you need to do you know they kind of push you mm-hmm. so it's like you you were born with this you know brain you were born with the strength inside you Mm-hmm. you don't need this poison because you're a strong individual you're
0: yeah. I think confidence is a huge part of it like, like building up that confidence is huge it is too but I think that I think that another thing that you have to have is there is a need there that's not being satisfied I don't know this is theory I guess so I maybe I shouldn't tout this as though I'm an expert
1: well that's the thing but there there are needs but it's like what made that need right yeah I don't know it's all psychological right It's like
0: Well maybe it's failure Maybe it's inadequacy Maybe it's uh, You know It could be as simple As
1: like someone pressuring you Like let's say Like heroin right Yeah They're like hey First you you know You're like hey I started taking uh, Over the counter aspirin right And you're like Well this isn't really Helping the pain So you're like Well I want to take Higher doses You know So you start getting More and more higher doses But the pain keeps coming back So you're like Well What's higher than aspirin You know so you start taking, you start doing cocaine or whatever, you know, yeah. and you start spiraling down to where you're just doing the drug to feel a little bit of relief, but not enough. It'd be is, enough. is there a
0: bit, is it hopelessness? Do you, do you not feel like you can get that release? Is a little bit, we talk about the nervous breakdown. Is it a little bit that where you've sort of like,
1: it partially is because you're not, you know, you're not getting any reward. You're always in either pain or sorrow or depression,
0: and this gives you something of a reward,
1: a, a temporary
0: a release. illusion of reward. Yeah, yeah, temporary release. So, I think so. It's that it's that you're not getting a reward. You're working hard, or you feel like you're working hard, but maybe no one has guided you. No one has given you the direction or the instruction that you need. So you're putting way more energy in than most people are, mm-hmm. and you're not getting any reward while other people are putting in very little energy and getting massive returns. And so you have this gap where you're you're not able to accomplish success maybe that's in love maybe that it's in work I don't know but you're not able to achieve anything or enough and this drug this you know you then you go to the hospital or whatever and this drug for a moment gives you that release you know what I mean
1: for the momentary thing but once that's over you're going to want it more yeah because it builds up you know because well, then you
0: still want that release and you don't see any other way to get that release mm-hmm. right like that whereas if you've if you've been guided if you've been counseled, you know what I mean if you were fortunate enough to have parents who were well not only well off successful but knew how to educate you mm-hmm. knew how to make you hungry but also pass on their knowledge yeah so that success comes moderately easy to you then you may it may be easier for you mm-hmm. and less time consuming to put your energy into something that'll give you actual success that's not a drug and so to you drugs may not ever be a problem that's a, yeah because you know how to get that endorphin release naturally the way that you're healthily supposed to your your brain's wired correctly yeah whereas with someone else they haven't been brought up that way and um they don't. They don't know that they can rewire.
1: Mm-hmm. They. It's hard to rewire someone who's been so hardwired into, um, you know, a habit. Yeah, uh, it takes
0: a lot. I'll, like I'll share. But it's not sorry. impossible.
1: No, it's not impossible, but it's it's hard. Yeah. So, like, take me for example. Uh, my dad smoked. Um, uh, my mom also smoked. Uh. You know, I've had friends who smoked, but I've never had the inclination to start or even attempt it. Um, there, I mean, we've had like little things here and there where it's like, oh, you know, here's a Swisher Sweet. <laughs> here's a what? Here's a Swisher Sweet, like a cigar. Okay. So No, Swisher Sweets are very bad. They're okay. flavored cigars like cherry. Okay. Yeah. And they burn like hell.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a good time.
1: Oh, it's it's the best. Like if you want your lips to know what it's like to be beef jerky yeah. on the grill. If yeah. Get a swisher sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but so, you know, I've, I've done that kind of stuff, but going to get a pack of cigarettes or anything like that, I've had no desire to do that Yeah, because I've seen my family do it. I've seen, you know, other people do it and I'm like, I really don't want to do that. Dude, so awesome. I'm just kind of hardwired that way. But then You know, there's other vices out there, too. Video games. uh,
0: Yeah, I was addicted to video games for a long time. Yeah. World of Warcraft, specifically. Um, And uh, there's there's some great people at Blizzard, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know this. And I know that they mean well with their games, but I do believe that World of Warcraft is designed, for better or worse, at least it used to be, maybe, I think it still is,
1: mm -hmm.
0: to drive you back using addictive... Tactics. You Tactics, know. and it is hurting people.
1: It's always the carrot on the stick because you always, you know, like, oh, look, we released this whatever new set of armor, right? Five different colors, but you got to run the thing like 20 times yeah, and you don't have a chance. It's all, it, again, you know, gambling, RNG, right? Um, uh, Like the l- loot boxes were like actually uh, contested in the UK. Yeah. So
0: because you can't you can't just get what you want you, it's, it becomes a carrot on a stick mm-hmm. you want something in the game you can't just get it or earn it there's not like a fixed amount of time and then you accomplish it Yeah, you don't know how long it's going to take you to get it you have to play and roll and play and, roll. and each roll gives you a little bit of an endorphin release but it's not exactly what you want Yeah, it keeps you coming back um, so the cure for addiction then, the theory behind that is, that is that if you can find what it is that you need, if you can find what it is that you want, and probably it's success or some sense of accomplishment.
1: It, it, because every person is different, I say. Yeah. It might not be success. It might just be finding someone to love, someone to actually say, love. hey, I know what you're going through. Or it, it might be I, nourishment. I, yeah. I
0: don't know. It could be, yeah. There's something that you need.
1: It's just the end thing that yeah. you want. They call it chasing the dragon okay for dick. well yeah. for like heroin yeah because you're always trying to get that dragon you're always trying to capture him but yeah you remember, that, you remember that South Park where it's like a virtual reality heroin addiction and Randy's sitting on the couch and he's just it's just the video of him like the characters shooting heroin and chasing a dragon and he's just sitting there going did the check come in from the government yet <laughs> <laughs> What are you do so horrible, I know yeah, I don't know, but you're saying find that satisfaction, find that satisfaction or at find least a healthy identify a healthy, it. Yeah, if you can
0: identify it, try to identify it because mm-hmm. if you can identify what it is that you really need that you're not getting, and then see if you can find help learning how to get it, and if you can get it, <sighs> yeah and and then keep getting it and wire yourself wire your brain into learning that it's easier you know develop the skills that you need and the conditioning to be like i can get this i -hmm. can be successful i can find love i know how to engage with people now where i didn't before where i know i can find success right if you can find a pathway there um then i think that you you, you can you can eliminate the void that you're trying to fill you know i don't know i don't know but this is just thoughts
1: think of my little utopian thing where you put it on the ground and makes a home and everything. And it's like an AI. Now, if the AI was trained in psychology and had the programs to help people with their problems. So
0: let's hold up a mirror,
1: even that, but it's like, so this hologram AI is like even helping them prepare meals. It's helping them get food. So it, Nanomachines make food, whatever, you know, Star Trek times. Yeah. So you get medical care, you get uh, food, you get shelter and you get treatment all for free. And you learn these skills and you become back into society. You know, you get that satisfaction at the end. It helps you identify what you're missing and what you need to do. So we need to make more AI. And then we're all dependent on Skynet again. Let's go bowling. <laughs> yeah, Do you, I think uh,
0: it's interesting. I had this thought the other day. They were saying that uh, AR glasses are the next step in computing, right? So there was this thing that it was saying, I can't remember the, the reference. Uh, anyway, they were saying that um, we have all these things, right? Like yeah. Desktop computers, laptops, VR glasses. And I realized Neuralink is the next one.
1: That we're gonna so jump in.
0: VR glasses are here now ish, right? Like maybe within ten years they'll be here. As in terms, they'll be mature. They'll be like, yeah. you'll be wearing a pair of sunglasses all <laughs> the time. Um, but uh, the next step, of course, is going to be uh, Neuralink and uh, or or things technology like
1: it. Yeah, and um, we're going cyberpunk.
0: Yeah, it's coming. It's coming be prepared
1: (laughs) Scar mechanical Scar yeah he's got the mechanical like half face and cyberpunk
0: (laughs) I'm gonna see real quick if there's anything else that I want to talk about I mean those are kind of like the main things definitely want to talk about like the addiction thing Mm -hmm. the nest theory um uh, I wanted to talk about masks again but I'm going to spare I'm going to spare the audience this week. We're going to not talk about masks this we week. We kind of covered
1: that a lot anyway. I mean, We
0: went into it pretty heavily last week. Um I think that's <laughs> it, man. I think that's all I had for this week. So, um
1: <sighs> implant the 5G into your brain. Yeah. Get it right in there. Levels your Are butt. you going to get one? What? A a Neuralink? Link. I probably wouldn't be able to afford it.
0: When when you can afford it, because I'd imagine they'll eventually come down in price.
1: If it, you know, is like the wave of the future, like, go of the I mean, shell. Did that.
0: I think eventually it'll be, because they're saying that he wants to get the price down near LASIK. LASIK's like 2000. <laughs> 2000 Which, I mean, that's a lot, but I mean, how much did you spend on your computer?
1: That's true. You know, you, you think about that. You're like, hey, yeah. I bought this computer for, what, uh, 1500 right? Right. I didn't have to use my health savings account for that shit either. <laughs>
0: right. Right. I mean it's something if you need it and want it bad enough, fifteen hundred is in the range of if
1: you need it bad enough, you might be able to make that work. You know yeah. what I mean? Um <laughs> I need a new thirty eighty video card, so I'm gonna use my health savings account and just yeah. see if that goes through. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's for my health. Yeah. Uh blood sugar. Yeah. Lots of blood sugar. <laughs> <sighs> I'm tired now, guys. Are you <laughs> Um, I think I
0: am. I think I'm done. I don't think I have the energy to carry this show any further unless we were to like maybe take a meditative session or something like that.
1: No, if you want to do, if you're um, good.
0: 44
1: hertz.
0: <laughs> I want all of us to download
1: from the sun.
0: <laughs> Soul.
1: Oh, I was I was going to tell you. Um, did you hear about the people shooting at like telephone or antenna technicians doing work on five G? Yeah, like a lady. People in Kansas are freaked out about it.
0: Took shots w- at them. I was at first because I was looking at the I was looking at the spectrum that they were using for five G, mm-hmm. and I think I misread it. I don't know. anyway. I was. Th- it looked like part of the spectrum they were going to be using for five G was in the ionizing frequency range, oh. and I was like. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean. You're going to be using ionizing frequencies. No, thank you. You know what I mean. Well, that's like that's like above UV or you know what I mean, or like ultra blue or something. Like it was in like that upper like uh, intense range where like technically that can cause cancer. You know what I mean. And so they say microwaves can. I don't. I don't know that I believe it. I, my understanding is if it's not ionizing radiation.
1: Well, the thing about radiation is like. You're still okay if you're irradiated. I mean, you can eat irradiated food as long as it's not like taking the actual... Well,
0: bananas, right? They yeah. have potassium. Now, is it, it's, what is it in bananas?
1: It's no, rare. it's potassium.
0: It's potassium, yeah. yeah.
1: Apple, apples have cyanide in the seeds.
0: It's good for you. Yeah. No, you, it's not. You just eat <laughs> yeah. the whole apple? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shove it in, it in there. <laughs> there.
1: Yeah, so... Um, but... You know, I'm. I just find it interesting that people are freaked out so much that they're willing to take, you know, their guns.
0: We are electromagnetically sensitive, though, and I do worry about it a little bit.
1: I've been um, through MRIs yeah. so many times. You know, I should be like dead.
0: But what? what they're 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 non-ionizing, right? M- MRIs turn into no. microwaves, right? I mean, or are they? They are
1: kind of like a microwave because you can't have metal around waves. them. And if you have metal in your body, you kind of go jiffy pop. (laughs) That sounds good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Does he have any metal? No, not that I know of. And you go (laughs) in there and all of a sudden. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: do not do put not metal do- in a microwave. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put like a whole um... some sort of aluminum foil? It was a fork. I think it was a fork. Oh yeah, okay. I don't remember when I was a kid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
1: And then you start seeing sparks. electric show. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just up against the window, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> sparking. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Yeah. I think it is though. I think it is right. It's microwaves or millimeter waves or something. Like it's not. It's yeah. not. It's it's sub uh, sub visual not not, yeah
1: it's not a a microwave to microwave the atom like move the uh, water molecules that's it it's just to uh, I guess they do it in sections and slices it's loud as shit I know that (laughs) I don't know man but yeah I do know like I think it's
0: interesting supposedly they've done some studies and we do have some capacity in theory Mm -hmm. we have some capacity to detect magnetic north
1: in some way i i do believe that as humans we can because uh trying you know you ask your which way is north and they can usually point um birds have it
0: birds definitely have it they were saying sharks can fly in straight lines through the ocean
1: yeah oh, yeah yeah like they just follow the magnetic ley yeah. line or ways um it's going to be messed up if the polar things flip yeah yeah
0: yeah sharks will get effed. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah sharks birds us yeah. You just have the north that goes... They, normally, you would say that's north, right? But then it goes that way. That'd be trippy. Every, like, 5,000 years, I see? The thing
0: is, is birds have to have survived this before, right? So they must have some mechanism for coping with it when it happens.
1: <laughs> they just... <laughs> what happens with birds, they just fly, and then they stop yeah. midair air and float, and then they reset. They're like, okay, <laughs> that way. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay that or they explode and then they just reconstitute somehow (laughs) when that happens that's gonna be messed up or if we get hit by a solar flare that's the other thing solar flare messes everything up electronics go I want to not have 5G you don't
0: want 5G I don't know man I do I do worry about it I don't know because I mean microwaves are only damaging at a certain intensity but if we continue to pack on the intensity of microwaves I could I don't know
1: I'd maybe worry about, like, 12G. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because that's, like, the force of a nuclear blast coming
0: <laughs> 12G is... We oh, my live. God,
1: my internet's so fast, and then just the shockwave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this website's downloading so quick.
1: Look at it! I can watch Black Panther in 12 seconds. <sighs> no, I don't buy into the whole... Because I, you know, I saw some of the videos, and they're like, you know, why we're putting the five G in? Because we need more hospitals. And it's like what?
0: I'm excited for satellite internet for Elon you know, Musk's uh, SpaceX. I, I think I might, I might free get internet, that. right? Well, just the ability to have internet anywhere would be cool. Uh, it'd be cool if you could have like something in your car. You like go camping? You, you have could, satellite like, in
1: your car already.
0: Yes, yeah, so it'd be cool if you had like satellite internet in your car.
1: Oh, inter- oh, I get you. Okay, sorry. I was like, yeah. you have serious, right? Like a
0: gigabit per second, <laughs> like up and down. You know what I mean? You can play Doom. Play Doom? On your Tesla. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, I gotta take a right turn. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I've seen so many things about the automatic Tesla thing and people doing stupid shit. They're pretty good though. I mean I'm excited. Do you uh what's that future? Uh iRobot, where the cars just drive themselves. Just have that.
0: Um, I am worried. I saw something saying that Uber is going to be uh, working with Russia, uh, with a Russian company um, to develop their self-driving technologies. You know what I mean? So I am worried about like foreign companies doing um, testing uh, automated vehicles on American dimes, really. We're fun- we're funding it. Right? Yeah. We're bankrolling it, right? Because basically all the Uber drivers are paying Uber, For the autonomous rides, Mm -hmm. um, which is then basically going uh, to a foreign company's AI division, right? Which is interesting to think about.
1: Yeah. Okay, here's a question. How do you feel about uh, charity-like development? Now, this is developers who contribute their time to a project. Let's say curing cancer, autonomous driving, and they develop this technology here, but they do it for free. Wait, say that again? Okay, like, you take a portion of your time to to work on a development project just a little bit at a time. And it's like a big pool of other developers. But you're not getting paid for it. It's just charity work.
0: Okay. So,
1: like, say... It's open
0: source software, right?
1: It it is open source, but, I mean, it's, like, a a mandatory thing now. Oh, like, you're
0: like if a company I mean that's if companies did that right like yeah like your Fridays you need to go work on open source software
1: yeah it's kind of like the surf uh, and the lord thing you know, like on certain days you work for me for free kind of thing yeah sound good
0: <laughs> slaves
1: yeah you're we're pretty much slaves but just extra steps
0: <laughs> dude I'm done I'm spent
1: <laughs> you hit the you hit your wall I hit the that's wall that's your
0: limit that's my limit one hour on splay. <laughs> All right. Uh ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, I'm hey. gonna get up. I'll sit up straight for this for you guys. I'm here. I'm here. Hang I'm on. Here. Um ladies and gentlemen, it has been splayed. Uh I want you guys to have a chill ass week. Uh this, this has
1: been an episode. An episode
0: <laughs> and uh yeah, just um smash that like button. Smash subscribe. Yeah. Um and then, uh, yeah, we'll see you back next week. I don't know what the topic is. You have any ideas? Let's say. Sex. The next week's topic is uh, be. Sex. <laughs> yeah. no, Insect sex.
1: Yeah. No, insect
0: sex. Just tune in next week. It won't be. I promise. It won't be insect sex.
1: Promise. The mating habits of
0: the, the African habits.
1: spiders. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>